Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's Reality starting May 8th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is a battle of two ideals in this country that we are witnessing. One of them is the idea that we should take care of our own citizens first and foremost and treat people that come across the border that invade this country illegally as criminals. The other side is Gavin Newsom. Gavin Newsom's the guy with the slick back hair that says, bring one, bring all, bring every single legal immigrant from anywhere in the world and there is no problem When you bring them in and we'll just keep paying for it, even though his own state is totally out of control with anarchy and chaos in his biggest cities. Fentanyl deaths and people just hanging around San Francisco, getting high all over the place. The liberal idea for America, you can witness. You can go to California. You can go to Colorado. You can go to New York. And you can see what it looks like when you get this extremism. Now, what's even funnier than this is the fact that 49 people showing up at Martha's Vineyard, was declared a humanitarian crisis, and the rich people figured it out real quick. Bust them out. Get them out of here. Move on as fast as you possibly can from these people. All right, I got to take a moment to talk to you real quick about Patriot Mobile. If you want to know what the left's real plan is for your kids, just look at the reaction to what Patriot Mobile did in multiple school districts in Texas. 
The left literally lost their mind is now attacking the company. Now, Patriot Mobile is America's only conservative mobile phone provider, and they are a force for conservative values. That's because they take a portion of your bill every month at no extra cost to you, and they fund conservative causes and candidates who believe in the sanctity of life, freedom of speech, and the Second Amendment. Plus, Patriot Mobile saves you, your family, and even your business money. All you got to do is go to PatriotMobile.com slash Ferguson or call them to find out how much you can save. 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation and other discounts by using the promo code Ferguson. That's 972-PATRIOT or PatriotMobile.com slash Ben. Now, these are the same people that have the yard signs and the postings on social media that say in this house we believe right black lives matter women rights are human rights no human is illegal science is real love is love kindness is everything those are the signs of the people in martha's vineyard that called the national guard in on a two to one ratio to remove the 50 illegal immigrants from their island They declared a crisis, and they got every media network to cover it in less than 24 hours. Bam, they were gone. Martha's Vineyard's response, by the way, and this is the part that you people need to understand, is what we should be demanding. Martha's Vineyard's response was spot on, by the way. They didn't screw it up. They nailed it in Martha's Vineyard. Understand how much they nailed it. Their response to 50 illegal aliens being sent to them was to declare a humanitarian crisis, activate 125 National Guard soldiers, and then ship them out of their town in less than 24 hours. It's what we should be doing in this country, by the way. Martha's Vineyard was smart. They may be liberal, but they're not stupid. They didn't want these, these illegal immigrants in their community. They didn't want these lawbreakers in their community. Martha's Vineyard set a beautiful example for the nation, a standard that we should all demand from our governors no matter where you live. They use the military to deport every last illegal immigrant from their island in less than 48 hours. The entire nation should emulate Martha's Vineyard. Understand that. This was a brilliant brilliant move by the Democrats in Martha's Vineyard. Not in my backyard, right? Uh Uh-uh, we're going to get rid of this before you even know. Now, Governor DeSantis has also fought back, saying he vows more migrant flights to Martha's Vineyard. He says, quote, this is just the beginning because he realized how quickly it showed the hypocrisy of the left. Governor DeSantis promising more flights this week packed with illegal aliens will be sent to Martha's Vineyard and other liberal areas. During a press conference, DeSantis vowed to the citizens of Florida that he will send more flights of illegal aliens to the homes of the Democratic Party's wealthiest communities. Now we see in New York and D.C., they used to beat their chests, quote unquote, when Trump was in office, saying they are sanctuary jurisdictions and we're a loving group of people. <laughs> then the minute Texas starts busing to New York and D.C., they get very bent out of shape about it and freak out. These are just the beginning efforts, DeSantis continued. So this isn't a stunt. We're going to keep doing this. He said, quote, we've got 
a fracture in the place now. There's going to be a lot more that's happening. Now, these remarks came after DeSantis sent just 50 illegal aliens to the elite coastal island of Martha's Vineyard, which voted 84% for Biden. Officials on the island quickly declared a humanitarian crisis and illegal aliens were swiftly deported on buses to a joint base, Cape Cod, military base. We literally sent them to cages, folks, literally sent them to cages. Why? Because the rich elite said, not in my backyard. Martha's Vineyard is home to former President Barack Obama's vacation estate, which boasts 29 acres, seven bedrooms. Right, could easily fit up to six million border crossers and illegal aliens that could be housed on the island alone, we've now been told. Most of the estimates on Martha's Vineyard, including the Obamas, are empty except, or these estates are empty except during the summer months and could double as housing for border crossers, illegal aliens, and newly arrived refugees. Even as Biden has helped transport over a million border crossers and illegal aliens into working and middle class towns since taking office. The White House is reportedly considering litigation, suing, raiding, FBI coming down against DeSantis and other Republican governors like Governor Greg Abbott in Texas for moving illegal aliens out of their state. Likewise, now, a number of liberal lawyers are working with some of the illegal aliens flown to Martha's Vineyard and suggesting the Department of Justice open a, quote, criminal probe into DeSantis and the other Republican governors carrying out similar operations. I will tell you this. At least the Democrats are consistent. They've got backbones, my friends. They don't back down. That's not the only one getting in on the action now going on offense. New York Mayor Adams said the migrant surge in New York is, quote, a humanitarian crisis created by human hands, pointing the finger at the Republicans, not the Democrats and their open border policies. Listen to this. The migrant crisis here in the U.S., where blue state leaders are scrambling to care for the thousands of asylum seekers shipped up north without warning by Republican governors in Texas and Florida. The roughly 50 migrants flown from Texas to Martha's Vineyard this week are currently being cared for. Uh, and they have been moved by Republican Massachusetts Governor Charlie Baker to a military base on Cape Cod, where there are better facilities. But Florida's Governor Ron DeSantis says this is just the beginning. He says he's going to use, quote, every penny of the $12 million allocated by his state to relocate more migrants out of Florida, as he and Texas Governor Greg Abbott, both of whom are said to harbor presidential ambitions, say it is time for blue states to share their burden. On Saturday, according to the Washington Post, that burden included a month-old baby who was sent from Texas and dropped with other migrants outside the vice president's residence in Washington, D.C. The second round of buses sent by Texas's governor. By the way, I love how they refuse to mention in this audio, right? They refuse to mention that, the, that how many illegal immigrants are coming across the border. Just, just think about this. Look at all the border agents we could have hired instead of the 87,000 IRS agents that the liberals said, let's hire and give them guns to come after you as Americans. Think about that for just a moment. Think about what that means for just a moment. We could have had 87,000 more border agents, but no, no, no. We decided to go for big government, right? To shut you down, to silence you, to come after you. Because that's what we do now. 
And the media sure does cover every illegal immigrant that's sent somewhere that is a liberal place after they broke into America. They don't care what happens beforehand. They don't care about 5,000 or 6,000 or 7,000 a day coming across the border into border cities and border towns. No, they care what you do after they break in and after they unload on these little cities. That's all they care about. Well, that and they care about having, you know, electric cars and electric planes. By the way, Canada's patting themselves on the back tonight. Because electric vehicles are now saying they're going to be the first in the sky. Air Canada has ordered 30 plug-in planes because I can't wait to get on one of those. Yeah, because that's going to work out for all of us. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If if you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose Podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go, like, how do I 
detach from my, from this idea of what, do, is that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you notice the Democrats right now, it's really just all about virtue signaling, right? Canada, the liberals up there. Oh, we're going to have, you know, these amazing planes that fly off electricity. We've ordered them. Yeah, California. Oh, we're not, you're not even going to have to. You're not even going to be allowed to order. Right? You won't even be allowed to order a car that has a gasoline engine because we virtue signal better than anybody else. Oh, the illegal immigrants. We love them. We love them. We're welcoming. Says, holy crap, you just showed up. Nope, you're gone. We're going to send you to a military base and wave at you and blow kisses as we kick you out because we won't even tolerate you for 24 hours. Virtue signaling, y'all. That's all it is. Same thing the White House has been doing lately. Look at the White House. Look at what they've been doing, right? The American people are suffering right now. We are going to have sky-high interest rates now, even higher than we've had uh, in years since the 08 housing crisis. Another big rate hike is coming. Lather, rinse, repeat is the headline right now on CNN.com. And that's CNN.com. The Federal Reserve's upcoming meeting on Wednesday will be one for the history books. The Fed will either raise rates by three quarters of a point for the third consecutive time to 3% more than it was, or it will hike them by an unprecedented one full percentage point to 3.25. What happens after that is anybody's guess. Wall Street is divided on whether the Fed will keep hiking rates aggressively in November or if inflation pressures will cool enough to allow the central bank to slow the pace for a bit. Experts forecast for the Fed's key short-term rate after the November meeting range from 3.5 to 4%. That's short-term money, folks. The outlook is even murkier for December, with economists predicting rates could be as low as 3.75 or as high as 4.5. And there's a big, big problem facing the Feds now. The economy still seems to be running a little too hot for its taste. Inflation is undoubtedly a major problem, but the job market's strong. Consumers are still spending at a healthy clip, and even housing prices remain high, even though there has been a substantial spike in mortgage rates. Well, that's if you're looking backwards, but if you're looking at now, this is a whole bunch of crap. Look at 30-year rates right now and how much the housing market has been cooling off because these rates. They are up to, th- they're, what, over five, 15 years almost at five. A five-year arm is at 4.25. Just to put it in perspective. It's all catching up, right? You can only print money for so long and give it away and, and have people that don't work and incentivize people not to work. And the president was on 60 Minutes. Take a little listen to this clip that 60 Minutes released. Mr. President, as you know, last Tuesday, the annual inflation rate came in at 8.3%. The stock market nosedived. People are shocked by their grocery bills. What can you do better and faster? Well, first of all, let's put this in perspective. Inflation rate month to month was just just an inch, hardly at all. You're not arguing that 8.3 is good news. No, I'm not saying it is good news, but it was 8.2 or 8.2 before. I mean, it's not, you may actually make it sound like all of a sudden, my God, it went to 8.2%. It's It's the highest inflation rate, Mr. President, in 40 years. This is the guy that's delusional. Listen, Listen to CBS, right? Just go back. 
It's the highest inflation rate in 40 years. In other words, what he's saying is the, the, the United States economy is literally on fire and you're selling off the water hoses and the water needed to put out the fire. It's, been, it's the highest inflation rate, Mr. President, in 40 years. I got that. But guess what we are? We're in a position where for the last several months it hasn't spiked. It has just barely, it's been basically even. It's been basically even. So if you're suffering, you just, you know, basically keep suffering. Right. That's all you got to do. Just you, you just basically keep suffering. FedEx founder had something very interesting that he said this week as he actually um, and this was a very interesting moment because he's the founder. He's no longer the CEO. He was on Cudlow and he was asked about what's going on. FedEx had some very bad numbers. FedEx was down 21% last week, one day alone, down $43 a share because of the economy and the economy stagnating. And he did this interview, and I want you to listen carefully to what he said. Current FedEx CEO warned today we may be living in a global recession right now, knocked stock market down about 300 points when it happened. Anyway, here on set to weigh in an old friend, a great American who has served his country in battle, as well as inventing the most remarkable transportation distribution and logistics system ever devised, Fred. Fred Smith is the founder and now currently executive chairman of FedEx. Um, You and I were chatting briefly on the phone and email, and your CEO has come out. I mean, we're in a downturn, and uh, FedEx sees everything, so you have a very authoritative position. Well, not only do we see everything, Larry, you know, we're moving 16 million shipments a day all over the world and in the United States. Uh, If I had to just take a swag at it, my guess is between us and UPS, our really Mm -hmm. only peer competitor, we probably have about 12% of the country's GDP in our planes and trucks every day. So we're not looking at statistics. We're talking to customers. And uh, I think you saw a sea change from June forward because inventory to sales ratios were going in the right direction. But the price of fuel, because of the energy policies of Europe and the United States, driven mostly by you know environmental good intentions, mm. caused this tremendous run-up in fuel, which peaked on June the 15th. Mm. And uh, at the same time, you've had over the last 15, 16 months, five separate occasions from the American Recovery Act right. in March where you've had money being pumped into the to the economy. Now, we're the only people in the world can do that because we're the reserve currency. And as President de Gaulle of France famously said, it's an exorbitant privilege because if we want to buy something, we just print the money. The problem is when that comes head to head with the lack of labor that we have in the United States to meet the demand, and that's what caused in the main the supply chain crisis. People misjudged that it was some sort of shipping issue. In the main, after the correction of the pandemic, there simply wasn't the labor to offload the Mm. containers to to distribute the items in the fulfillment centers. So you had those five separate elements, the Recovery Act, the Infrastructure Act, the CHIPS Act, Mm. the uh, Inflation Reduction Act, and then you had the president's administrative thing no not on climate on the uh, tuition refund so all of those are pumping money into the economy and you have demand and you have jobs going up but since you don't have nearly the number of people in the workforce that you need to meet this demand 
you have inflation going through the roof. So I don't see, look, uh, I mean, we've both been around quite some time in these business cycles. If you're still increasing demand like they are, I mean, it's an odd story because the Bidens are increasing stimulus, but the Fed is trying to stop the stimulus. That's a very bad position to be in because they're going to put the whole onus of inflation fighting on the Fed, which leads me to ask you, uh, are we in the early stages of this recession? Or is, it, is this going to go on for a while? Listen carefully to Fred Smith's response because he has a genuine understanding of the global markets, shipping markets, and 12% of the GDP going through his planes a day. Well, I, I think our CEO would, would uh, say that, you know, the terminology recession has, has been debated on this network about the Bureau of Economic Statistics, one, you know, two, two quarters having a negative GDP. We're sort of in an unusual position like Larry Summers and Kevin Hassert, who you mm -hmm. have on here. We're sort of in a stagnation, mm -hmm. stagflation period mm -hmm. because you have this tremendous demand. But we're still one percentage point in terms of lower labor participation rates today mm. than we were before the pandemic. Mm. And if you really net it down, it's the combination of this energy policy that got us in trouble and gave Putin the false belief that he could start a war. Right. And at the same time, you simply do not have the workers to meet the demand that's been juiced by these mm -hmm. uh, uh, printing of this money. So, quote, we may see a worldwide recession. That is the CEO of FedEx telling you that. You would think, right, that the guy by the name Joe Biden would want to listen to some of this. Nah, of course not. Why would you want to do that? You wouldn't want to listen. No, of course. You know, there's no reason to listen to him. Now, before I get into more of this story, I want to say thank you and tell you about our good friends at Legacy Precious Metals. Without them, this show wouldn't be possible. And if you have not looked at gold and silver as a way to protect your hard-earned dollars against what's happening on Wall Street with inflation, it's time for you to call them and get the free investor's guide. Why? Because so many around the world are now using gold and silver and historically, they have for decades as a protection, a hedge against inflation, which is exactly what we're dealing with right now. If you're terrified to look at your retirement account, your 401k statement because of what's happening on Wall Street, that's all the more reason why you should call and get the investor's guide in gold and silver. Protect your hard-earned money and diversify. Call them and get the free investor's guide from Legacy Precious Metals. 1-866-751-2218. One eight six six seven five one twenty two eighteen or online at legacypminvestments.com. Just the arrogance slash ignorance of Joe Biden. And part of that genuinely is the competency question. Now, 60 Minutes just talked to Joe Biden. And I got to give credit where credit's due to this question. He was actually asked, a lot of people are worried about your competency, your, you know, your, your cognitive function. And why would a president be doing all of these dumb things if cognitively he was of, of sound mind and body, right? That's a, it's a fair question that should be asked. Take a listen to his response when he's asked about it. You are more aware of this than anyone some people ask whether you are fit for the job. 
And when you hear that, I wonder what you think. Watch me. And maybe, honest to God, that's all I think. Watch me. If you think I don't have the energy level or the mental acuity, then, then you know, that's one thing. That's another thing. You just watch and, and, you know, keep my schedule. Do what I'm doing. I, I think that, uh, you know, uh, I don't, when I sit down with our NATO allies and keep them together, I don't have them saying, wait a minute, how, how old are you? What are you, what are you say? You know, I mean, it's a matter of, you know, that old expression, the proof of the puddings and the eating. I mean, I, I, I respect the fact that people would say, you know, you're old. And, but I think it relates to how much energy you have and whether or not the job you're doing is one consistent with what any person of any age would be able to do. How would you say your mental focus is? Well, it's focused. <laughs> I, it's, I think it's, I, I haven't, look, I have trouble even mentioning, even saying to myself my own head the number of years. I no more think of myself as being as old as I am than fly. I mean, it's just not, uh, uh, I haven't observed anything in terms of, there's not things I don't do now that I did before, whether it's physical or mental or anything else. The fly part at the end. You notice I lost the train of thought after he was trying to answer a question about his Focus. Listen again. He asks about his focus. Not a trick question. And listen to this debauchery of an answer. What any person of any age would be able to do. How would you say your mental focus is? I want you to listen to this response very carefully. And it's clear that he couldn't even focus to answer a question about can he focus? Well, it's focused. (laughs) I I think it's I, I haven't. Look. I have trouble even mentioning, even saying to myself my own head the number of years. I no more think of myself as being as old as I am than fly. I mean, it's just not, uh, uh, I haven't observed anything in terms of, there's not things I don't do now that I did before, whether it's physical or mental or anything else. Or anything else. He's doing everything he claims. His wife's holding his hand. His wife's walking him off the stage. He's falling on bikes and stairs, but he does nothing different, right? Nothing. I don't do anything different. I don't do a single thing different than what I did before. That's what he just told you, right? He doesn't do, he, he doesn't do anything differently than he did before. He does everything exactly the same. He does it all the same. Except for all the things I just mentioned. Except for the fact that he doesn't remember where he is half the time or what he's doing half the time. Loses his train of thought the other half the time. And then can't even answer this basic question, which is a question, by the way, a simple question about his focus. And he couldn't give a direct answer about focusing. What does that tell you about the president of the United States of America? Now, if you go back to the other question or the other point that I brought up earlier about Ron DeSantis, he's challenging these Democrats saying, "Okay, watch this. Right. You watch this. Martha's Vineyard's residents begged for mass immigration until migrant flights arrived and they had the move within 24 hours. And he says, that's not the last time this is going to happen. We also now know that business owners declared a state of emergency within their businesses. 
have spent years, by the way, begging the same business owners, begging for mass immigration to the United States of America in hopes of filling summer jobs with foreign workers. But just 50 illegal aliens show up, flown into the elite coastal island, home to the nation's wealthiest and most well-connected individuals. Officials declared a humanitarian crisis over 50 people. Governor Charlie Baker swiftly deported the new arrivals to a military base on Cape Cod because he didn't want any problems with the rich people. The reaction to just 0.001% of the nation's border crisis arriving on the doorsteps of Martha's Vineyard residents and businesses, right? After these people spent years pleading with the federal government to import more foreign workers so they could fill jobs They're like, not here, just kidding. My favorite line of all was, at some point in time, they have to move from here to somewhere else. We don't have the services to take care of 50 people. That's what an official said when the illegal aliens arrived. We certainly don't have housing. We're in a housing crisis. Go on Zillow. That's not the case. There's houses for sale and rent all over the island. Quote, so we can't house everyone here that lives here and works here. We don't have enough housing for 50 or more people. Right? That's something we just don't have. Even though if you go on any website, you can find homes for sale. Plenty of them in Martha's Vineyard. This summer was a summer where Martha Vineyard business owners complained to the New York Times that he'd, quote, lost a Jamaican worker and had to scrub toilets himself, one business owner said. This summer, he was found himself on the hands and knees scrubbing the toilets and tubs at Ed- Edwardtown, Edwardtown Commons, a hotel he manages on Martha's Vineyard in Massachusetts. The New York Times wrote, five Jamaican workers who had long worked at the property failed to get their H-2-B seasonal work visas. Quote, I'm 65 years old. But you got to do what you got to do, he said. We did hire contract workers, but it's never going to be as good as the people with years of experience. In August, by the way, of 2017, a Martha's Vineyard owner admitted to the Wall Street Journal that he prefers to hire foreign workers over local high school students. The manager of Murdoch says he knows this is against the rules, but it's just kind of the nature of the game here on the island. I can't really defend myself other than to say it really does. uh, It really does fill a need. He says he prefers the H-2B workers to college students who go back to school before the summer season is out and the high school students who, he says, don't work as hard. American teenagers, he says, no, you need them more than they need you. The Washington Post ran a similar story about Martha's Vineyard, proclaiming that it is foreign workers, not Americans, who are the engine behind the economy at Martha's Vineyard. But send them illegal immigrants. Nope. See ya. On Martha's Vineyard, they make the beds, stir the fudge, and wash the dishes. It's the work Americans don't want, is what a 21-year-old Romanian visa worker said to the newspaper. We'll do the lifting, take the overtime work, anything to make this trip worth it. It's a common take among the students here, and previously many local employers agreed. We certainly don't see our countrymen doing so much overtime. In May... Martha's Vineyard business owners said they needed more foreign workers to fill summer jobs that were open and unfilled. That was back in 2018, saying it's a crisis 
I've had to work full time on the forum uh, along with two other owners to keep the store open. Another businessman complained, but we send some illegal immigrants there and they're like, get them out. Get them out as fast as you can. So you can decide if you think the president has fallen. You can decide if you think the cognitive decline is real with this president. You can decide if you think he's looking out for your best interests. That's on you to decide. Because what I can tell you very clearly, what I can see very clearly, is they don't give a crap about you or the economy or your interest rates. They don't care if you're struggling financially right now. They don't care. They don't care if you're hurting. They don't care if you can't find labor. I go back to Fred Smith, the founder of FedEx, who said, look, we may see a worldwide recession because there's too many people that just don't want to work. Oh, it's exactly like sitting in your car putting your foot on the accelerator and the brake at the same time. This cannot be good. It can't be good because at the end of the day, everything is going to hit the Fed and the Fed can't turn this around until labor and demand come into, uh, you know, balance. And ba- Until they come into balance. You think this president's going to put them into balance? Of course not. You and I both know that. All right, lastly, please make sure you hit that subscribe button or auto-download button wherever you are listening to this podcast right now and take a moment to write us a five-star review. Uh, Many on the left have been attacking our podcast, writing us bad reviews on purpose. So if you would help us fight back by writing us a good review, a five-star review, and share this podcast with your family and friends on social media to help us grow, see you back here tomorrow. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's Reality starting May 8th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.
I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening.